Hello and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online 24-7, seven days a week here at www.centerlefttalkradio. That's one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. When you go to centerlefttalkradio.com, that's that's our homepage. And when you get there, you'll see two links right below the big microphone picture anyway. It's not a big microphone or certainly not bigger than than most microphones. It's the one I'm speaking into right now. Right below there are two links. The first is to our uh, standard uh, podcast feed, our RSS feed. And and there, uh, uh, when you go there, you'll find, I believe, the last... 50 shows, if I'm not mistaken. That's that's how our podcast feed is set up. There is a constant run. <clears throat> I, I add every show, we add every show to the podcast feed once it's been recorded. And uh, and I guess the, the 51st numerical or the 51st date-wise, the, the earliest, gets pushed off every time a new number one comes in, if you get my gist. Um, That, and of course, the second way in which you can listen to Center Left Radio is by hitting the second link on our homepage. That is our radio loop, appropriately named, because it kind of replicates what would happen if you Simply turned on your radio dial, maybe in your car, maybe at home, maybe in your 13-year-old ear in the radio that you have pushing, on the transistor radio, the little tiny one that you have held up against your ear. And as you're walking down the street looking incredibly cool, by the way, in your chino pants uh, and and your DA haircut, possibly... Uh, but you'd flick on that little radio, put it to your ear, and you might hear a talk show of some sort. Now, maybe as a as a 13-year-old, that might not be the case, but someone uh, so uh, so motivated and, and so located within time might be doing precisely that. I'm sure all of us have at some point, or many of us of a, of a certain age certainly have. And, and that's how the show works. We, we, we are running it in a loop on a separate computer here in the studio. And what happens is at some point, uh, that loop repeats and repeats and repeats. And whenever you turn the show on, that's where you find the show. That's where we hope to pique your interest from He Dangled the Participle and get you to listen in to the whole show and pretend that it's like a Saturday matinee at the kitty show at the movie theater because when the movie ends, it'll start all over again. And that's what our show does. And we hope you uh, will listen to Center Left Radio either way. We're, we're, we're pleased to give you the option, and uh, we're very, very pleased that you're with us. It is the 6th of September, the year 2022. Summer is over. Labor Day came and went yesterday. Um, the Senate has returned or is returning to session today. It is the 
I guess, the unofficial start of the midterm campaign season. There is no start or end to political campaigning any longer. It seems to be a 365-day-a-year, year-in, year-out, no matter what year, occupation of politicians. When you're not out campaigning, you're busy money-raising, and we never stop campaigning. The question seems to be, what you know? Wh when does the campaigning give way to legislating? <clears throat> well, in, in in the case of the um, of the Biden administration, apparently uh, it 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 gave way long enough for some major legislative gains over the summer uh, for the initial uh, for the initial programs, the initial laws that were signed that were impacting COVID. And it's, it's given the Democrats, surprisingly, a, a, a wealth of material to work with going into this campaign season and leaving the possibility there, and not so remote at this point, that they'll not only hold the Senate, but could actually hold the House as well. And, and, and so much of that uptick in Democratic fortune, besides just the pure substantive matter of good legislating and legislative successes that any party would want to be able to run on going into a midterm or any other campaign, there are the perpetual, it seems, series of missteps that Republicans are taking relative to key issues, uh, starting with Roe v. Wade, going into uh, uh, gun rights uh, refusals, uh, talking about killing Medicare and Medicaid and, 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 and wanting to take out Obamacare again, just, just a perpetual series of missteps. And, and of course, the former president basically shooting his mouth off about everyone and everything and making his base, yes, intensifying it because the people who live on the grievances of Donald basically need more, not less. They're, they're, they're basically stuck in the same mode he is. You can never go backwards. You can never basically stop and think and retreat and, re, and re, sort of regroup at any, at any earlier point or, 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 or ratchet down your rhetoric or your thought processes. Your brain is perpetually on fire and requires a high of more and more grievance to basically satisfy uh, what is uh, an addiction. Donald is addicted to his own image, to his own narcissism, to his own sense of grievance, and he's addicted to the notion that people are addicted to him. It's a, it's, it's a rather curious loop that the man lives in. And, and now, I, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I state the obvious in all this, but I, but I bring it up simply because something else has been added, depending on how you look at it, to either the grievance list or the, uh, the I don't know, the, the, the reinforcement list. I, 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 I'm not sure which, which part of the Trump uh, jigsaw puzzle this, this piece fits into or, or how it works. I suppose it's going to be in the eye of the beholder. Uh, 
Uh, and of course, it relates to a ruling that came down yesterday from Judge Aileen Cannon of the 11th District, Southern, uh, Southern Florida. Uh, she, was, uh, she was shopped, as it were, uh, by Trump's uh, attorneys, the defense attorneys for Donald Trump, uh, in, the, uh, in the aftermath of the seizure of the, the, the lawful uh, uh, ex, ex, you know, execution, warrant executed uh, seizure of materials from Trump's Mar-a-Lago place down there uh, where he's got a whole bunch of people walking around and has had boxes and boxes and, and scores of sensitive and top secret and compartmentalized top secret materials sitting around and they've lied about it and they've done all sorts of things and attorneys have signed off and Trump has, Trump has said there's nothing more there and blah, 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 blah. And the criminality is just oozing out of the entire thing. And anyone else would have been convicted, anyone else doing this and doing it a year and a half, more than a year and a half ago, would have been long since, uh, you know, occupying a jail cell with a, with, with a very handsome orange federal uh, uniform by now. But not Donald. Donald has been given deference on top of deference and, quite honestly, um, the Justice Department has shown, under Merrick Garland, has shown extraordinary, and I would say, uh, depending on the day of the week and my point of view and my feelings about it, unnecessary deference to Donald in the amount of time it took to get to the point of executing the warrant. But this is a former president, and the argument goes it's, a, it's an element of first impression. We've never had to deal with a criminal former president. We've never had to, we've never been down this path. We don't, we're, we're trying to be as equitable as possible, but of course running the danger that we will basically undermine the entire criminal justice system and the procedural aspects of it, which basically are established for all potential defendants, all accused, and, th and twisting it and, and flipping it on its head simply because we're trying to be careful with an element of first impression, namely having to prosecute a crook who was also a formal president. And so what Justice Cannon did uh, in, the, in the 11th Circuit uh, and she's a Trump appointee, a, uh, a member of the, uh, of the, um, uh, the, the organization that has become sort of the litmus test runner, uh, the Federalist Society, for all judges appointed by Republicans of late, and in particular Donald Trump's judges. He didn't know any of these people, had no idea who they were, just basically was filling, uh, filling in the gaps with someone who would basically help to support the grievance portion of his appeal to his base, but who has written an opinion now and the opinion was in response to a request by the Trump team for a special master, as it's called. Someone to review documentation, information seized in a search, typically to sort out private material that would be uh, that would be or should be in the possession of the uh, defendant in this situation. 
Uh, and, and it normally takes place, the request normally takes place immediately after a seizure of material under, uh, under, by the government, under a, presumably under a legal, properly executed warrant. In this case, there was a totally properly executed warrant. Uh, and based on the revelations that have come over time, a warrant that, sh that should have been executed or should have been requested months earlier, but in any event, there it is. Now, requesting a special master to review these materials now is, is weird for a number of reasons. The, first of all, the full normal review process that is done with these materials by the FBI, by the Justice Department in seizing them, has already taken place. It's, they've already been reviewed. And in essence, what's happening here is that, is that, is that the, the, the Trump people are saying the FBI review is by nature automatically tainted and we need these materials reviewed again because, well, they're Donald Trump's materials. But you see, th that's where the error is, the first error anyway. This, these materials are not Donald's materials. He has, no, he has no assertion of executive privilege on these materials. There, there, there can't be. This has been decided. It's been decided in the Nixon case back in the 70s. Nixon had no claim to the tapes that were in the executive office. They were considered part of the presidential records, and those records are not the property of a former president. They're not even the property of a president. They belong to the National Archives, if you will, even as they're being created, and therefore under the archives they have whatever designation and everything else, and, and they are held, if they're in secret, whatever, whatever the case may be, it's within the executive branch of government, not in the purview of any one person, and most certainly not available to a president, to a, to a defeated one term, disgraced, twice impeached president, leaving office finally after initiating early on the big lie about he was being prosecuted. And if I lose, it'll only be because they're not available to that clown as he walks out the door under a claim somehow that this stuff belongs to me. No, this stuff is not his. The stuff that was taken was not Donald's. <laughs> And of course, there's an argument that, well, other stuff was taken, pass some passports and, and some personal stuff may have been taken, uh, magazines, I don't know, whatever, whatever was in the boxes in the rush to get stuff out of there, in, in the however that information had been conveyed to the FBI by the people on the inside at Mar-a-Lago who, who were cooperating with them, who told them where stuff was being hidden and secreted, including in, in uh, Donald's office at Mar-a-Lago. So, yeah, there might have been personal materials there. And yes, arguably, uh, there is a right to those things on the part of the defendant here, part of Donald Trump. But you see, there's another issue there. The very fact of the commingling of the government materials, the top secret materials, the stuff that Trump had no right to, that commingling with personal affects makes the personal property 
evidentiary. It becomes evidence. The fact that, that, that's, that documents not belonging to the president, that's only the, the, the start of it. The, top, the fact that they're top secret, the fact that they could not have possibly been uh, declassified in the way Trump would have us believe. The very fact that that material was intermixed with stuff that would otherwise be considered simply personal property makes the personal property evidence of the handling of the way the top classified materials were being handled. So you don't automatically start off by deciding what personal materials to give back. No, you recognize if you are a rational federal judge with no other orientation but the law and precedent you recognize that any personal materials mixed in, interspersed with the unownable, by the former president, materials that were there, the presidential materials, that stuff is part of what rightfully was seized and is evidence, properly evidence, of the FBI. No, but, but that's just not the way Eileen Cannon saw it. In, 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 well, I, I, I think the best, the easiest way, the easiest way to express a reaction to her, there was a, there was a very, uh, I thought, very thoughtful review in the New York Times yesterday, an article written about this. And it ended with a, with a quote from, uh, from a Duke University law professor by the name of Samuel Buell, uh, I'm, I'm not familiar. I've heard the name. I don't know much more about Samuel Buell. But, but there's a great quote here at the end, and then I'm reading it to you. Quote, to any lawyer with serious federal criminal court experience who is being honest, this ruling is laughably bad. And the written justification is even flimsier, he wrote in an email. Donald Trump is getting something no one else ever gets in federal court. He's getting it for no good reason. And it will not in the slightest reduce the ongoing howls that he is being persecuted when in fact he is being privileged. That from law professor Samuel Buell. And, and, and this really, really covers it. He's getting a favor from Eileen Cannon, a Trump-appointed federal judge who basically is doing something that would never be done for any other defendant. Now, the, the, the danger here, I mean, okay, on its face, what she is allowing is a federal, is a special master, which she will choose, but that her choice will be based on a list that each side will submit to her of potential federal uh, special masters to review, I, I, I gather, all the material, review review the top secret documents, I guess, and anything that was commingled that was of a personal nature. There has to be a list of potential special masters presented by both the Trump administration and the uh, Justice Department by this Friday. So that, that moves things along a bit. 
But keep in mind that any special master candidates would have to have the necessary top, 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 top level clearance, government clearance, in order to review these materials. Many of the materials are marked super sensitive, top, uh, top secret, uh, 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 you know, compartmentalized. In other words, they can only seen by, be seen by certain people in certain locations, a very limited number of people, and you need the top security rating to do this. How many potential, and they're usually ex-judges, are, are the list you draw from when you're uh, going for a special master. That's, that's how it was done when Michael Cohen requested a special master after the materials that were, all of the Trump-related materials and all of his personal materials were seized, if you recall how that worked out a few years ago before he went to prison. Um, you, you, you usually have ex-judges, but there probably isn't a long list, if there's any kind of a list, of former federal judges or judges generally who have, who have a current rating of super high top clearance. So if there's going to be a special master appointed it may also require the time to get that person the clearance. And, 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 and now we're, we're talking about time issues here. And, I, and I, let, 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 me, let me pull away from the storyline for a second here. The biggest issue, I, I believe, is not whether or not this will make, give, give, give Trump literally a get-out-of-jail card. It will simply reinforce two things. First, the image that he is above the law, and just by the ruling she's given, Eileen Cannon has proclaimed once again that Donald Trump is above the law. He is getting treatment in this situation that no other defendant in the country would get or has ever gotten. If they have gotten it, I, I don't know. But it's so outside the pale, so outside the norm, that there just is no reasonable uh, comparable to, to what just happened for Donald Trump. And, 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 as, and as, the, as, the, uh, as the law professor quoted in the Times article said, that, that even this favor will be another piece of grievance fuel for the, for the Trump, for the MAGA crowd, for the rabid extreme MAGA crowd once they hear this information. This is precisely, you know, well, you know, well, all, they wouldn't be here if, if they hadn't taken all of his stuff in the first place and they're just targeting him. They would never do this to any, you know, you know, all that crap. Okay, fine. It's all bullshit, you know, basically. Um, what, what, what happens here then is that time will have to pass if there's going to be the need to um, get proper uh, clearance, get, 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 get proper uh, authorization for the special master. I mean, I, 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 have every, I have every reason to believe that there will not be a single special master that the Trump lawyers will be able to come with who will have uh, who will have top secret clearance, and purposefully so. I, I, I don't know that they would, maybe they'd put a name out and not ask that person if they were actually, if they'd actually be willing to be a Trump special master on behalf of Donald Trump. 
but they put out a list with no one with no one having special. Why? Because it'll take time to get there. This is this now becomes time. Does it mean that if does it mean that enough time could be joined and and and, and utilized to keep Trump from? Uh, ever being prosecuted during the term of, of Merrick Garland or during the term of Joe Biden? No, no. But it'll be more justice delayed. There can be, as, as the special master finally gets down to doing all this, and there's a ruling on a piece of, no, say the Trump lawyers, we need to have this litigated. We've got to take this up to the 11th Circuit, maybe to the Supreme Court. And we don't like the way they ruled on that piece of material. No, no. They said there's no executive privilege. I don't care what the 1977 law said. I don't care about it. We have to relit. This is the danger here, that this whole thing begins slowing down slowing down. What does the Justice Department do to, well, preserve the notion that it is not totally subject, that, that Donald Trump, through the appointment of a obviously sycophantic judge looking for an excuse to make an, another excuse for him, that the current Justice Department and the current administration is not once again subject to Don that Donald Trump isn't really running the show, that we're not really, really all absolutely still under this lunatic's thumb. What does the Justice Department do? Well, w w before that, what do the people do? Do, 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 is, is this, again, another special favor to Donald, does this have any impact or will this have any impact on the November election? And, and, and here, you see, it, it, as much as, as Judge Cannon was paying back Donald for the appointment and doing something that no one should, should have done in the, under these circumstances, as much as she was breaking with virtually all rational legal precedent. And, and was it illegal what she did? No. Can it be overturned? Yes, I think it will be overturned. I mean, we'll talk about the, the, the probability, the, the absolute likelihood that the Justice Department will, if it hasn't already, the paperwork is out there, they'll be appealing the Justice's decision to the 11th Circuit itself. And basically, uh, yes, there is a majority, there, by one, I believe, there's a majority of uh, Republican justices on that court. But I strongly believe that they will side with the Justice Department in at least allowing the investigation. You see, what's happening during the special master situation, or what will happen, and is, is, as of right now, it's already happened, the Justice Department is no longer able to continue its prosecution based on that documentation. They have to sort of slow down their internal wheels. They, they can begin, they can continue reviewing the documentation. This is weird bifurcation of function relative to these documents that's implicit in the judge's order. 
it, it's like you can touch them and feel them and smell them, but you can't use them. I, it, it makes no sense. It, it, it's wacky. It is so transparently political a decision. It, it, it defies reason. Uh, but this is what we're, we're learning. This, this is what we're coming to expect here. You're, you're seeing, you've already seen the fruits of a, of a misappropriated uh, Supreme Court Two people who lied to get on the court saying they weren't going to change Roe v. Wade or would not defy stare decisis, and then going ahead and getting rid of a 50-year right held by every woman in this country. You saw that, and you saw the reaction to that. Now you're going to see the reaction to what has just happened with this judge's uh, order for a special master where no order should have been allowed, where no special master should have ever, ever, ever been uh, placed. But here, here we are. This is, this is the next um, element being tossed out there by Trump in the current world, rather than him just <clears throat> being this, 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 this vehicle for running around uh, getting or attempting to get Republicans uh, of his ilk uh, elected coming this November. No, no, he is affecting, he is affecting the wheels of justice and affecting the movement of the executive and, leg and legislative departments of government right now in the present. He is once again showing just how all powerful he is. But what he's also doing through this judge, and I think this is an inadvertent, it's, it's a bad calculation. Yeah, she did what she had to do in order to pay back. And she's, and she's forever loved and she'll ever be embraced in the hearts of all radical MAGA types. But what she also did was give the Democrats another huge rallying point going forward into the midterm elections. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Judge Cannon. You are outside the political realm of rationality. You have made a decision that's meaningless. You, you actually said before your decision, while the arguments were still being made, you know, I'm, I'm prone, I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards, uh, just, so the word, just so the word would get out there right away, what a, what a, what a great Trumpian girl you are. You said during the, during the arguments, I'm, I'm leaning towards appointment of a special master. And, and you suggested during the arguments that there, there was still something to be argued in terms of executive privilege. It, 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 while, while earlier decisions have said that executive privilege would not be, was not the proper uh, route for certain claims over property, it never said, said you, Justice Cannon, in your, in your ruling the other day, it, it never said that it was absolutely prohibited. It, it left a little room to be argued. You, you had to find, uh, you know, a, a latent uh, comma or some kind of punctuation mark that, that gave you an excuse to do the legally unimaginable, or certainly unimaginative, but, 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 but legally unprecedented, to go ahead 
and to allow the appointment of a special prosecutor slowing down an ongoing federal criminal investigation into top secret materials. To, I mean, you, you have overturned and tipped over so many apple carts. You are having, mag, the MAGA types are, are just jumping up and down in the street. They're, they're, they're screaming your praises, Eileen. You, you, you can't imagine how much joy there is in Mudville. Or maybe you can. Maybe someone has already contacted you and said, thank you, uh, we're, we're even. Thanks, but if we call on you again, can we, can we, uh, can we, some words to that effect. Because what you've also done, Eileen, is you've, you've basically reinforced the notion that the judicial system, beginning, of course, with Roe v. Wade, with the horror show of Roe v. Wade and what was just done with the Supreme Court, but you've basically given all of America a view into a corrupted justice system, or, or given a substantial part of America no reason to assume other than we are living in a corrupted justice system. And that shouldn't have been the case. It could have been avoided. But you see, to avoid having a rational discussion about the FBI and what the FBI is doing and allowing this to go forward, you had to make this ridiculous. You had to turn this into a, into a clown show. You had to make fools of the justice system. You had to basically go outside the norms of all federal prosecution. You had to basically say, Donald is above the law. And even if I say this, yeah, I know the Democrats are going to weep and wail, but damn it, my side is happy with me. I'm a big girl. I put on my big girl pants and I went ahead and I proved that I am tough enough to defy the law in Donald's net. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm a federal, I'm an 11th Circuit federal judge and I've just proven that I can defy the law and norms and tradition and procedure, and I, and I'm, I'm. Uh, people will remember me as the judge who defied tradition. The the judge who, who really was one of the first to basically kowtow to Donald as we continued down the long path to his indictment. I, I I'll be famous, won't I? Yes, Eileen, you and probably others after you will be famous, but perhaps not the way you judicially imagined. Okay, worst case scenario, from a democratic perspective, from a rational, from a rational, you know, American perspective, a non-MAGA perspective, even, even from a rational Republican perspective, from a true Republican conservative perspective, not, but just not a MAGA perspective. Okay, if you are, if you believe in the rule of law, then you will be vociferous, however, or, or, or at least among your friends and anyone you know, the, 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 your comments should be going in the direction of this is wrong. The, the notion that, well, what harm can it do, that will be brought out again and again. And you're going to be hearing it on the campaign trail. And the, the candidates can do this. 
there it's going to be there'll be a there'll be a little it'll be a, I, I'm not going to call it tricky there there's going to be there's going to be a little bit of a kabuki dance to avoid coming straight out and attacking the federal judiciary you you don't necessarily want to do that you've got to tie this to Donald and the fact that the decision that was made by Eileen Cannon was so outside the realm of normal judicial procedure, so beyond the treatment that would be given to any other defendant in similar situations. Granted, there is no other defendant who's been a former president of the United States, but there have been plenty of damn crooks out there who have stolen stuff that they didn't have a right to. And there have been people who've been involved in espionage who have taken materials that they had no right to. That story will continue to build. The Republicans will just basically, rather than saying that Donald's getting special treatment, no, it'll be a re-upping. We wouldn't even be here if the, if, if, if the Democrats and the Justice Department and the FBI didn't illegally go in and take all of Donald's stuff. Why? Well, because the judge said that they have to review whether or not he has a right to it. And by God, I don't care what they say. We know he has. That storyline gets pushed forward. Will this free Donald? No, no. It may take. It will. It'll probably go. The, the 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 hiatus may continue through November. It's possible. You know, there's going to be an appeal of this decision. The in the initial in the last set of papers that the Justice Department issued, uh, the revelation about what was in the documents. Uh, as much as they could reveal in the in the actual affidavit, the you know it wasn't an unredacted affidavit, but but they added a section at the end, and this was in response to the Trump attorney's uh, request for a special master. They said, by the way, Judge Cannon, if you're going to appoint a special master, he he here's. Here are the parameters within which I think we, we would suggest, the Justice Department would suggest you operate. And one of them was having a list of judges given to her by this Friday. Go back and look at the original document. So already by saying that this Friday would be the appropriate time by which, or the necessary time by which, both sides must submit their lists of potential special masters to her. She is already fulfilling one of the first parameter requirements of the Justice Department. And, and the Justice Department also, in that final section of their last filing, talked about the parameters within which this master should operate. One of those parameters was not to have the right to make a declaration one way or the other about executive privilege because there was none. The law is so clear on this. The decisions have been so absolutely clear that, you know, forget it. But Eileen kind of left open in her, in her writing on this, her decision the other day, on yesterday, that, yeah, there might be uh, an area, unlikely, but there's a possibility at least, 
And all she said was, I'm doing my part to slow this sucker down. That's all she did. Democrats will be playing this up on the campaign trail as yet another another element in the list of things that go wrong if you allow Republicans control of Congress in any way, shape or form. Here's what you can expect. You can expect the criminal justice system to be meaningless. Why? Because any criminal in the future who has been subject to any kind of seizure of property will now begin questioning it. Everything that happens going forward, every, every, uh, if, if, if the Trump attorneys are allowed to proceed with questioning the rulings of the special master, which would probably be the case, but if they're allowed to go forward with that, they can slow this process down document by document, and they'll be returned papers back and forth. It could be several months before this process gets back on full track. It will not change the ultimate outcome. It, in fact, I would argue it will absolutely guarantee the indictment and conviction of Donald Trump on either espionage and or obstruction of justice and or uh, possession of uh, inappropriate document. It, it, it's, it's all going to be there. Merrick Garland is going to have to, you know, is going to have to uh, ultimately uh, prevail in this. He will. The Justice Department will make certain of that. But it's, it, it's again, justice delayed. And every other defendant in the country will point to what's about to happen and what is happening as their basis in a federal case, maybe in state cases as well, for demanding a special master to review the materials that were seized as part of a even a, a, a properly executed warrant search. And that takes the, the entire federal judicial system and throws it on its head or slows down the wheels of justice immeasurably. Keep in mind, once indictment had come down, once Donald was indicted, his attorneys could argue forever and, 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 and have access to and look to and demand and demand review of every single document and they could, they could do whatever they want in the process of discovery. This would be not, un, not only not unheard of, probably standard procedure. What is absolutely unheard of is stopping the investigatory process in this stage prior to the issuance of an indictment, bringing down an indictment, prior to the grand jury issuing an indictment, to stop it here and basically give all sorts of favoritism to the defendant on this side of the indictment process. That's unheard of. How long will it slow things down? I don't know. My, my guess? If, if, the, uh, if, the court, if, the, um, if the 11th Circuit does not vacate the order of, of, of Justice Cannon, and I, and I see a very real possibility that it could here, unless they want to basically 
be, be, so idiot, be seen as so idiotic. Uh, Cannon, Cannon will go down as, she'll, she'll, she'll go down as a, uh, as a Republican martyr. She, she did it for the cause. But when you get to the circuit level and it gets a little more serious, granted, the Supreme Court has shown that it's not particularly serious in, in what it just did with the, with the Alito decision on, on Roe v. Wade and, and, and just, you know, the, the, the Trump appointees basically lying and then kowtowing, uh, you know, in that decision. Horror show. But I have a feeling the 11th Circuit will recognize the insanity of continuing down this close your eyes to procedure path. They, they might, they might, but I, my gut tells me they'll overturn and it could happen relatively quickly in a matter of a week or two. The 11th circuit could review this and then we're back to square, well, we're back to where the government was prior to this going forward. And Trump and his attorneys will get every opportunity to question everything about every document taken once we get past the indictment. So that, so that even in a worst, worst case scenario, where months go by, we're well past the election, and finally the special master says exactly what everybody says, and it's been reviewed and back and forth, and, and the executive privilege thing, of course, cannot hold up. Well, if it does, <laughs> my God, oh my God, that means the FBI cannot and the Justice Department cannot, deal, cannot review, uh, the espionage laws get thrown out, uh, oh. I, 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 I'm not even going to imagine that, I, I, I'm not going to allow myself to imagine that right now, I'm going to imagine that this is just a time issue. And, that, and that, that the further this goes up the judicial chain, the Trump or Republican-laden uh, people, uh, courts that they'd have to go through, will actually speak rationally of the law. Otherwise, we've lost the law in this country already. I, I don't want to believe that. So I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to accept that as, as the way things are going to go. I'm just not. Worst case, I'm going to guess three to four months from now before this whole thing is back on track. Sometime in early 2023, an indictment comes down against Donald. And then, of course, all hell breaks loose all over again. But it's going to happen. And we're going to have to deal with this. I'm also going to make a rash prediction here that it will happen while the Democrats hold both the House and the Senate. I, I, I know. I, I, what are you talking about? It's, it's just, no, no, no. Good old Aileen Cannon here has basically added one more. He, she's, she's, she's thrown one more uh, coal on the fire. She's added one more chunk of fuel in the, in, the, in the immolation pit that the Republicans, the MAGA Republicans seem committed to toss themselves into in this Dido's uh, pyre of, 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 I don't know, irrationality on behalf of the most failed, awful human being in the world who's captured their hearts, and if not their hearts, at least their grievances. This, this, is, this is what's playing out here.
this illness in us. And, and we're watching day by day this pushback of, 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 of red corpuscles and, 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 and antibodies that have formed in our political system that are trying to defeat the virus of MAGA-Trumpism. And we're watching the pushback go forward over here. And I, and I believe, I believe, I hope, I have the hope that something more will... I, I have every reason to believe that the FBI may conduct even a different raid on a different Trump property in the not far distant future. And let that one be argued out by... Let, let that one suddenly now become the subject of another uh, uh, effort to get a special master. And let's see where this goes. Get more information. There have been rumors that a lot of this documentation has wound up with his kids or in other properties. Who knows who the hell he's showing this crap to? Who knows what Donald's ego or his greed have pushed him to do with government property, secret materials already? Who the hell knows? I just know that what Eileen Cannon has done here is made her a saint, at least maybe a martyr, among MAGA Republicans, but she has put one more nail in the Republican brand. And she basically is guaranteeing the indictment of Donald as we go forward. I don't know where that ends up or how that works out. But as we say regularly, that's, that's why we play the games. <laughs> Oh, may we live in interesting times, and by Jove, we do. Yeah, this would be the perfect moment to uh, listen to a little more jazz.
This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make center-left radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident. And as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you. You've been listening to Central F Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. The, the absurd ruling by Judge Eileen Cannon allowing for a special master in the Trump case here. Yes, it's going to slow things down. It's another favor being granted to Donald. It's a payback for being appointed by him in the place in the first place, but it's not the end of the story. It will only give the Democrats more fuel, and it guarantees the ultimate indictment of Donald Trump.